0: Get a coaching certification because you feel that you you have to have that to be out there and people are going to recognize that more. Great, don't just go get an MBA because you think you're gonna get paid more.
1: Dr. Viv here and welcome on Reset with Dr. Viv. Today I've got my guest in the house, Vanessa McConkey. Vanessa is the CEO and founder of Vanessa McConkey Coaching and Topline Resumes, as well as the co-founder and strategist of Elevate Up. I'm look, looking forward to talking about many things with Vanessa today, but before we get into that, guys, if you're not already following me or subscribed on YouTube, on podcast channels, Hello guys, come on let's get subscribing, let's get subscribing. And if you're not already connected with me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Liter, on on did I just say that? On LinkedIn. <laughs> let's get connected. Come on guys, all links are in description. Wow, Vanessa. Nice to have you on.
0: Thanks for having me. <laughs> I appreciate it. No,
1: thank you. Thank you. The the pleasure is all mine. Like I you know, I read your profile and I was like, wow, 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 wow. So it's not just me. <laughs> it's not just me. I felt like I was almost reading your profile and thinking, is that me or is that is that her? You know? <laughs> so tell me, like you started up as a as an engineer and then went into consulting and then you got burnt out. Tell me all about that.
0: Yeah, so I got my degree in engineering. I graduated in three years. I didn't like school. I don't know about you. I didn't like school. I just wanted to get in and out and tell me what I actually need in life, and then I'll take that and use it. Everything else, like differential equations. I don't know about you. I didn't use any of that stuff.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure how many of those things Applied these days.
0: <laughs> no, none of them, none of them. And so I went into engineering and I remember just, I was in male dominated, right? I mean, engineering just itself is male dominated. And then you go into specific industries and it's really, I mean, every company I've been at, I was the only female engineer, every one of them. And they would go in and I would go in there and the guys, I would just remember they would coming up to me and they'd question me. Oh, do you know what this is? Do you know what this is? And me being, I'm Italian and German, I would fire back at them and be like, well, I don't need to know it. It seems like you know it. (laughs) And so why even bother? And this was long before, I mean, not long before, but Google was just kind of barely there. Mm -hmm. And so like, well, I guess I could look it up in a book or, you know, maybe look it up online or, you know, go to the library or something if I really needed to know it, but it sounds like you know it. So it doesn't matter. So I'd have a lot of people question me. Because that, like, oh, you're a young female, first of all, graduating early. You're younger, going in, you know more than us. And that was never my stance. I never knew anything more than another person. It was just I would question a lot. I'd be like, why? Why are you doing it this way? right? Just like when I was in school, like, why do you need differential equations? Why do you need calculus? Is that really going to help me in life? Um, you,
1: know, so you know, just on that point, you know,
0: yeah. it's funny you
1: say that because sometimes I look back and I'm like, most of the things we actually studied in, you know, uni and all those calculus and whatever, like where are they applying right now?
0: <laughs> They're not. Why not teach kids about credit cards and how to, Buy a house and maybe how to fix a house up too. <laughs> that would be a good thing.
1: You repair it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> my kids are always like, "Why do I have to fix this?" Because you're gonna need to know <laughs> later on. You're gonna have to know. But you know, I went on and on and on. I kept going in different departments and asking, "Why would you do this? Why would you do this?" And just moved into different areas. Moved kind of more out of engineering, still ended up managing engineers, went into plant management and operations and did some marketing and stuff. Um, but I got to a point where at my last corporate job, they had acquired many different companies across the country. And so I was a consultant with them and I would say, okay, they because if anyone knows about acquiring companies, typically what they do is it's like, here's the numbers, the numbers all look good, investors buy it and you go into their facilities and it's a complete nightmare. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so my job was to go in and standardize all of that to make sure everything was like the parent company at all these different nine facilities across the country. And I was traveling three weeks out of every month, you know, leave on a Sunday night, come back Thursday afternoon or evening, sometimes Friday. And you did that all the time. And while my husband loved to hate that, <laughs> because like, I don't oh, ever want oh, my back, right? <laughs> but at the same time, I miss you. And I was getting burned out because the time zone changes, and we had three shifts. So if I was doing training, I'd be having to get there early in the morning at 4 a.m. You know, on East Coast, and I live on the you know the West Coast or in Mountain Time, and you know it was just exhausting. And I also had being in male dominated and you constantly were again, getting that battle, even though they're like, we agree with you, but we're not still not sure. You would get the, Hey, go ahead and go do this, Vanessa. You'd go and do it. And then you would still get the pushback. Oh yeah. Don't quite listen to her all the way. And so that was, you're going in, you're like beating your head against a brick wall. You might get a little bit of dust and push through, but mm, not much. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a sabbatical take a break and say come back in a few months and they were like hey yep your job is here you're fine we love you everything great well took me a month and i was like okay what am i gonna do right we're like yeah we don't have a job we get to go do whatever we want (laughs) you know whatever we want and i did i went to san diego i had fun um worked out a lot did tons of different things and then i was like okay now who am i what am i really supposed to be doing in this world and Like, okay, so I started diving into a couple different things. My husband and I got pregnant with our first child, and we're like, okay, you are not going back to work, because we just believed in staying home with the family if at all possible. I know not everyone can do that, but that's what we chose to do, and so we took a massive pay cut as well on top of it, and I was like, okay, I have an engineering background. I do a lot of processes. I am organized. What do people come to me for? And I think a lot of us, we don't question that enough. It's like, what, what am I known for? Are you think about what do your friends call you for, text you for, what does your family members come to you for? And it it took me a while to really think about what do they come to me for? And no joke, people are coming to me for career advice. Hey, look at my resume. Hey, look at, you know, do you think I'd be a good fit for this job? Do you know anyone here? And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. What am I going to do with that? And this is when Things like Fiverr were just coming out and my husband was in the print world and he's like, you should take a look at Fiverr and go just, you know, you're pregnant. Why don't you go see if you can do some like, resumes or something, make some extra money because you're not going to sit around and not do anything or watch TV shows all day. I can't do that. I, I don't know about you. I can't do that. <laughs> I just can't. And so I did that and I found out I was really good at it. And another guy had found me on there and said, hey, I like your work do you want to come work with me and be one of my writers? Sure. Fine. I'll did that. You know, first child was born. It was great. And we just started to butt heads. Um, he had some medical conditions mentally that were just one day I was the greatest person in the world to him. The next day I was the worst person in the world to him. And I'm like, I, I don't need to be back in this type of environment. (laughs) You know, I got kid now I'm not going to get burnt out on dealing with another person like this that I can't, can't control not, you know, not control, but you know what I mean? Like that's work well with. So I was like, okay, my entire family, they're all business owners. Everyone from grandparents on both sides of the family to parents, to my sister, everyone's business owners. I could do this. I've grown up with it. I got to figure out something. No joke. It took me two weeks to get a quick little website up. I was using LinkedIn because of this other guy, he helped me to get there and um, understand what I need to do for LinkedIn for the basics, and I was profitable within one month. (laughs) I mean, it was, and then what happened from there is I was doing the resumes, and I'm like, okay, this is great, it's not really challenging me, but people are, they're coming to me still for career advice, so what can I do that? So I was giving away free advice, which is fine for a to a point but you still have to make a living and people take advantage of that. So I said, okay, I'm going to dive into some coaching with people. I took on a couple of clients and said, Hey, I want you to be my guinea pigs. Can you, you know, give me some feedback And, and whatnot. So I did that and I was getting really good feedback and I finally asked them, I said, okay, you know, here's a couple of tiers of charging, you know, for payments and whatnot, what would you pay? And they told me and I was just floored. I was like, you would, pay really that much for my services and my advice. And they're like, yeah, we we absolutely would. And so that's where I started just diving into it and have seen just great success in just taking the gifts that I've been given and serving. That's all it's about.
1: Wow. 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 So <laughs> let me let me that, let that you... was a long answer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Okay. So now let, 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 let let's take a back step, right? So you mm. went from the engineering, to the consultant, decided that, you know what, this isn't working, took a sabbatical, got pregnant, and in that space of time, found something that you were potentially good at, went into business, your family went into business, sorry, are into business, and you said to yourself, I've got to trust myself here, That I can also do business. There was something you said and, and you've been profitable, right? But you said there yep. was something key, and I've got a few questions to, to you know, yeah. I didn't interrupt you. <laughs> there's something you said, and I think this is sometimes the challenge for a lot of people because I find that many people have defined themselves on what they can do and who they are by their jobs. Yep. And I tend to say, who are you outside of your job? If if that was stripped from you, who will you be?
0: Well, and a lot of people have been stripped of that, right? Over the past, what, three months? I've had so many people reach out to me and they're like, I was an executive and I got laid off from, you know, like dignity health. I had people from Tesla. you know, they're like, well, who? what do I do now? Because we put so much into our work and especially the males, they put so much into their their job. And when that's removed from them, they're like, who am I? You know, and it's, you have to sit there and instead of, right, when we go to a networking event, what do we do? We say, people are like, oh, what do you do? Right. No one says, who are you? Who are you? Right. So who are you? I would say, I'm a mom of three beautiful boys under the age of five. I'm happily, happily married. And I own a couple of businesses. This is what they are. Right. That, that comes last. I mean, I don't know, you know, exactly all of the people in your audience, but like, for me, it's like, it's God first. It's family and then it's my job and friends and all those other things that are involved. So that's who I should, that's what I should say first. This is boom, 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 right? And then it tells people how you can serve them too and what value you can add to them. Yeah. It, 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 no, it's,
1: power, it's powerful. And I love that you brought that out in your story because you were executive and you found yourself in this spot where you have to ask the question, who am I? You know, because, and and just as you said, many people will go, oh, what? Do you, well, so what do you do? Even when asked the question, oh, who are you? People will go, I am a doctor. I am <laughs> a chemical. No, but that's not. yeah sure. it's what you do.
0: Mm-hmm. So who are you? So yeah, the, and I, it took I, me no joke. It took. I was sitting there and I would cry for days. Like, who am I? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can only go to the gym for so many hours a day. I can only sit there and read books for so many hours a day. Like, what? who am I, right? And so I had to take that time. And that's what I sit there with clients too and do and say, okay, guys, great. You may still have a job, but who are you? What, what makes you who you are? What makes you valuable? What value are you going to add to the next organization that you're going to work for? What value are you going to add to your community, right? And people in this pandemic, they're like, okay. Okay, I lost my job or I got furloughed. I'll just sit at home and I'll watch some Netflix and stuff. I might send out a few job applications, hope something sticks. That's not going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to work. I mean, it might. You might get be lucky and land something, but you're still not going to be happy. You're not going to know who you are. And I found that people, when they know who they are and the value that they add to organizations and therefore the communities... Those are the people that thrive in life in general, and they're able to balance things. They're able to not get so burnt out because when we put all of our identity in a job and a career, what happens? Everything revolves around that. We get frantic. We get chaotic. I've been there, and I can say that. You get chaotic. You're like, kids, leave me alone. I got to get this project done. The boss needs it, right? Oh, my goodness. Husband, I can't talk to you right now. I am busy doing work. Oh, my goodness. Friends, I can't go out right now. I got to do it. No, guys, you should be able to... I think people don't want to say no, too.
1: They don't know those boundaries. For the benefit of people who are right now, and I know a lot of people are in this position, um, shocked, <laughs> shocked, yes. by, shocked to their bones by the fact that they don't know what they're about. What steps did you take? What steps can they take to understand who they are?
0: No, it's a great question. What I typically have people do, and this scares the crap out of people, and sit there in the morning wake up early first of all get out a journal and say okay i got my journal in silence get your phone away from you (laughs) like don't go anywhere near your phone and just sit there and start writing whatever comes to your mind and ask the questions of yourself like okay who am i what am i worthy of what am i good at what do people come to me for and when you start You're not going to know the answer right away. You're going to have to write it out every single day until it comes out. Like it's going to come out and sometimes it's going to bring tears. Sometimes you're going to be frustrated. Sometimes you're going to have to even come, like come to your spouse or a friend or a a parent and say, I've been writing this and I've been writing it for days and I don't know what to do with it. I have to figure out who I am because you can't figure out their next step in your career and in your life if you don't know who you are. You, you can't <laughs> I mean you can try it's just going to be a chaotic mess yeah yeah
1: yeah no 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 <laughs> <I'm green. laughs> and, 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 you know it, it, there's something there you also said about the added value because there's something that my coach and mentor and I'm, I'm a part of the John Maxwell team um John Maxwell team one thing that John Maxwell says is you must see value in yourself to bring value to others yeah We are not our best selves when we don't understand our values. Mm -hmm. When we don't understand what value we bring to the table. Yep. You know, and organizations will benefit from us when they help us see the value that we bring to the table.
0: Yep. I tell people all the time, you don't have to go and look for a job on a job board. First of all, there's like what 40 million people that are looking for right now, right? At those same jobs. Figure out when you figure out the value that you can add your God given gifts. Like, I'm sorry, there ain't no way I'm going to be go and be a Michael Jordan. I could (laughs) practice 10,000, 50,000 hours at basketball. And I'm still going to stink at it because I was not given those gifts. I can't go out there and I can't be Tony Robbins. I can't be Oprah. I can't, because that's not me. I am only Vanessa McConkey, right? Just like you're only Dr. Viv, right? So you have to understand, stop looking at all the social media and everyone else who is out there And feeling sorry for yourself because you're not where you think that you're supposed to be because they're at a different spot in life, great, fine. But take the gifts that you've been given and say, okay, go into – I always tell clients, write a value proposition. Every company is hiring because they have a problem, right? They don't hire because they just want to just bring anyone – random people on. They have a problem, but they're not going to state that problem in their job description. They're going to say, oh, I need a marketing manager. They're not going to say, oh my goodness, we need a brand new website. It really stinks. We have terrible email campaigns. We have, they're not going to say that. So if you're going in for like a marketing position, you need to go research that company. You need to understand what they're currently doing right now. And if they're a public company, I tell this to people all the time, look at their stock. If it's going down and it has been going down prior to all of this, please don't apply. <laughs> don't try and get a job there because its they're probably not going up unless you are a person who goes in and saves companies like that. Um, but go in there and say, okay, I can see you have this problem. Not only am I going to give you my resume and all my other marketing materials, but here's what I see your problem is and how I am going to use my gifts and talents to solve it. I don't know about you, but if someone came to me with that, and they knew I had a marketing problem, they knew I had a quality problem with my products, and they said, this is how I'm going to solve it, blah, 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 and gave me all of this, even though they didn't know the extreme details, prior to having any kind of interview, I am going to bring them in for an interview, and then I don't have to worry about, you know, walking through the resume, asking the basic questions, what's your strengths and weaknesses, no, you already showed me your problem-solving skills you already showed me the value that you're going to be adding to my organization. I basically just have to verify it with all the other management in my company. Right.
1: So, so I approach with a, a clear understanding of the value you bring.
0: Yeah. A lot of times we just don't, we apply to jobs. We don't even know what the company we're like, Oh, that's a cool company to work for. Or so-and-so works there or look, it looks like they've got, they're going to pay me well. Instead of saying, what is this company about? Do I first of all align with their values and then do, am I going to be able to provide value to them? Don't just go work at a company just to get a job. Unless, I mean, if you have to pay bills, heck, Walmart, Amazon, all those places are hiring guys, go get those, pay your bills, and then continue to work on a path of a career versus just getting a job and add value to a company. So they ultimately that company and that organization can continue to add value to our communities.
1: You know, I think what you just said there is really powerful because, I mean, and obviously it's different circumstances for different people, right? Many times people are are thinking, how am I going to pay the bills? That's the concern, right? It's not, what's my passion? Or what should I be doing with my life? What did God make me for? Many people are thinking, what is gonna put roof over my head? Yeah. You know.
0: Fair enough, right? Yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. But I think what happens is we get too focused on, right? And, and and if you're a Christian, it's like you can't serve both God and money, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He's always gonna provide. Okay. So focus on one of them. Pick one and just go with it. I don't care whatever, just pick one, right? But really If you think that you go back and you look in history, and I hope a lot of this pandemic has allowed people to slow down and review kind of what's been going on in history in general. In these times of recessions and downfalls in economy and just any kind of health issue that goes on in in the world, what comes out of it? Usually a lot of great businesses and products and services come out of it. Because people are taking the time to understand who they are and what they can do for this world. So I tell clients all the time, like, okay, great. You had a job at Tesla. Maybe they're not, maybe they're not building cars anymore. I'm just shooting stuff right now. What are you going to do now with your skills? If you're in engineering, what are you going to do with those skills now to bring the economy back to where it's supposed to be? You don't, so what? You have some, a lot of gifts and talents in the automotive industry. Can you take those gifts and talents and put them towards the healthcare industry or towards the software industry? Can you do that? Absolutely, you can. Everyone has transferable skills. So use them. I mean, I was just talking to a person last week and we were just having a conversation and he was saying, he's like, you know what? There is this hotel, right? Hotels down, right? Majorly down, right? In In general, the leisure industry is just down. It's starting to pick up a little bit, but it won't really come back for a while. But this hotel in California, this hotel chain was like, okay, we still need to bring in some kind of income. How can we do it? So what did they do? They had masks made with their hotel logo on it, showing that they're supporting all of it, right? And they brought in income. Now, do they bring in enough to be able to pay all of the bills? No, but they were pivoting just a little bit to be able to serve the economy, right, and the community. That's what we have to do. We, we get so pigeonholed in, okay, I have a degree in, you know, chemical engineering, and this is all I can do. And oh my goodness, I lost my job. Now what? Mm. These brains up here are incredible. <laughs> we don't even use half of them. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that you don't even use half of them. And we have to take, when we take that time and we take a journal and we write out like, okay, these are the skills that I have. Are you going to have similar skills to people? Absolutely. But you take your skill sets, you take your talents that you've been given, you take your experience and where you are in life and you put that all together and that's uniquely you. Yeah. yeah. And you are a piece of the big puzzle and we have to have that piece. How frustrated are we all when we sit there and do a little puzzle and we're missing one piece, right? <laughs> we're like, where's that dang piece, right? We need that piece. If someone cut your arm off, right? And you didn't have an arm. That's hard to live. And there are people out there that live like that. It's hard to live without an arm. You need that arm. If you're that arm, I want you to work like an arm. I don't want you to just be dangling there, right? <laughs> I want you to do something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 I mean, you took the words right because one of the questions I was going <laughs> to ask is how How did you get, to, you know, how do you conclude on what next? But you just put it, you just you just answered it there, you know. bringing in the performance, and I guess it's it's also appreciating oneself and one's uniqueness, you know. And you said something about the brains. Okay, let's take a step back. Yeah, I'm British, but I'm originally African. I am African my blood, right? My family is African, right? Education is a big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Education, what you studied is like a big deal. Like you yeah. know, that's like it's like our generation is having to say even if I studied this. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. i have got to do it, but that doesn't mean that that's how we were brought up because the older exactly. the, the ones still believe what you studied is what you do. <laughs> you
0: no, know? and it's true. You think about that when you go to, when you're in elementary school, you're in high school and you turn 18, you know, here in the States, like, okay, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't I have no experience. Like I have no life experience. How am I supposed to know what I want to be when I grow up and how, apply to what for a for college? i I guess I want to do engineering okay let's try it out, and then you feel that you have since you have a degree in that, you have to continue in it. Well, I have a degree in engineering and now I'm doing career coaching okay my husband he's got a degree in communications, and God bless him he communications and journalism's right when Facebook came out, oh right <laughs> like, <laughs> that blew everything out of the water right and and now he's in sales, so I mean. The most successful people in life are going to take, great, you got that degree. There's nothing wrong with staying in that field. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But if you can't stay in that field, there's nothing wrong with taking the knowledge and expertise that you have and using that somewhere else. Nothing wrong with that. Do I want my kids to have a degree? Absolutely. I don't care what it's in. I'm going to encourage them either way to get something because I do believe that having a degree gives you discipline. Yeah. It gives organization skills. How many of us, if we skip class in any way, shape, or form, missed out on something? <laughs> right? i <laughs> the mommy and daddy. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you miss out on things, yes. Yeah. So, but I will always value someone who has, I shouldn't say this. this is, it sounds bad. But people who work their butts off and don't have degrees, to me, are more intelligent because they're taking the skills that they've acquired and had worked so hard for and they've actually applied it in life versus so many people out there think they need another degree, another certification, another course in order to make them more valuable to an organization.
1: And, and you know you just on something there. I've, I've had this conversation with a with a few, you know, a few of my friends recently because many of us we feel like we need to get certified, we need a degree to to, to more or less validate Guys, like, let me, let me, let me, for the benefit of everyone who is listening, right? I've got a first degree, I've got a second degree, I've got a third degree, all in chemical engineering, right? And beyond that, I've got my coaching certifications and all of that. So let me just put that out there before <laughs> I say what I have to say, right?
0: Hey, I'm right there with you. <laughs> exactly.
1: She's right there with me, right? Mm-hmm. So we have gone through the chain, we've gone through the process, right? And as people who have done that, I encourage education, I encourage people to do what they need to do, but to understand that, you to understand the reason why you are doing it. Is it just to get validated? Do you really need it? Because to be honest with you, I have had to learn that many people are doing things I want to do without the degrees that I have. That was, that, that's just when it's hitting me in the face. Hold on. We've been brought up, many of us have been brought up in a way to think that you must go to school to study something, whereas there are people who are standing up and just getting things done. So before we go, I I said to one of my friends the other day when she was telling me she was thinking about doing um, a certain degree, and I said to her, I said, do you really need it or is it for validation? And I think it takes a lot to step back to ask ourselves that question.
0: It does, and you know what, I'll say on that too, my sister is one of the smartest people that I ever know. And I'm not saying that just because she's my sister. But she has always felt that she is followed in my footsteps type thing. And she, she's been that shadow. And she's like, oh, my goodness, you know, Vanessa's gotten this degree and all this stuff. And she happened to get pregnant when she was 16 years old. And she still graduated high school. But she just got, she just got an associate's degree in college because that's all she was able to do. But you know what? She started her own business. She was very successful at it. She is now one of the national sales manager for Hubble lighting, which does all the lightings for the hotel industry and for Starbucks and things like that. And she gains, she has a personality that is so eclectic and so just people are attracted to her. Mm -hmm. And that is amazing. She gets, she is so smart in the people realm. Just having a piece of paper means nothing. You could, I don't care. Like, right? You have all these degrees and everything. If you take what you've learned and you apply it for the better good, versus like you said, having the validation, that is all that matters. And even if you don't, I have clients who are like, you know what? I don't have a degree. Is that really going to matter? Look at you. Have twenty years of experience. When I go to Home Depot or I go to Lowe's, I'm not going to find the kid <laughs> who just graduated college and has a few degrees. I'm going to find the guy. Who's got the old hair and the dirt under his nails because he has the experience. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna be able to lead me in the right direction. So I think too is check check to see if you're valid, trying to validate yourself and feel like you need to be worthy of something. Right? Don't go and write the book because you want some people to notice who you are and need that mm-hmm. validation. Write it because you're serving, mm-hmm. right? Get a coaching certification because. You feel that you you have to have that to be out there, and people are going to recognize that more. Great! Don't just go get an MBA because you think you're going to get paid more. Wow! Wow! Wow!
1: We're, uh, guys, we're going to be wrapping up really soon, but as an I, I'm feeling like you know, so so many value bombs. Yeah. She's, you know, she's dropping in, dro- dropping in um for us. What was the toughest thing you had to deal with being in a male dominated field and w- how did you handle it?
0: Yeah, That's a great question because it does go back to that identity and that worth, because I knew, I knew my stuff. I knew, I knew what I was doing, but when, like I said at the beginning of this, when I was getting questioned, yeah, did I fire back? But did I go back in my mind and say, why was I getting questions? Why don't they believe in me? Right. Mm -hmm. So I did kind of had to prove myself a little bit in doing the activities. But when I look back, if I would have had the right mindset and said, Hey, that doesn't matter because I've been given gifts and talents there, they are actually, they don't have the right mindsets. They are more insecure than I am because if they have to question me instead of bring me up, then it's on them and not me. So That's why I encourage journaling all the time, you know, sit there and say, okay, someone said this to me, how does it make me feel? Is this really who I am? No. And change the mindset, change it to something positive. And if you continue to have, you know, those being in a male dominated industry, I did continue to have the same males come up to me and question me and say things and things like that and you know what I had finally had the guts after I was doing all that journaling and saying I remember this guy Joe and I went up to him and said Joe do you really not like me do you feel threatened by me what is it we got to work this out so when you go to Pete when when you actually acknowledge that Mm -hmm. and go to a person and say you know male or female and say we got to work together let's figure out how we can work together. We may not become best friends. You, I mean, please don't become best friends with everyone in your workplace, but right? <laughs> and then, then it's just gonna become a big barbecue, but how can we work together? What is it? And you know, with this guy, Joe, he's like, I just feel you're coming in, you're my manager. I'm 64 years old, I'm getting ready to retire and I don't feel like what mm-hmm. I'm doing is of value anymore. So I feel like I have to constantly fight for it. And that was like, oh, whoa, that was a shock to me. So when we start to understand people's, their backgrounds, I always tell people when we go into an organization, don't just go and start working, understand the people and the culture and where they've been. Because if you don't, it's just going to continue to be a cluster. And you don't want that. You want to go in there. And if you're, you're brought in to make some changes, go in there and understand the people because they will feel threatened. And then they'll start questioning their own worth, and you don't want that.
1: Wow, um, wow! And you know, it's, it's I know I'm being conscious of time again for, oh, no, fine. <laughs> but you know, but I, when you say that, it's this is something that I know and 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 you, I think you just validated that point because a lot of times people react to us from a place of insecurity. So you may we we may not see it, but many people. And I say this, a lot of times when people are trying to pull us down or saying things to us, it's to make themselves feel better because they're insecure about something. It's not to say that we are perfect, but there's some sort of insecurity there. But I think that's a really good point because there are people who are also going to new jobs and or new places, and many times we just want people to know how good we are, forgetting that they may also have feelings. So I think that's a really, really, really good um, point. They'll next.
0: recognize who you are once you start caring about them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on about that, but we'll, another yeah, time. <laughs> I feel like we're planning around two of this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Everyone stay tuned. Round two coming up. <laughs> coming up, coming up, coming up. <laughs> Questions below. <laughs>
1: So tell me, like, if people want to reach out to you, if people want to connect with you for career coaching or, or you know, to have you look at their re- resume or even to talk to you about next steps in their life, where do they go?
0: Yeah, they can find me on LinkedIn um, or they can find me on Instagram or at my website, com. Just remember it's spelled V-E-N-N-E-S-S-A. It's different. So, um, but I'll, I'm i sure all the notes and everything will have the yes. the description for you. So, yes, that's where you can find me okay so guys like
1: all the links you know will be in description like this has been amazing and this has been um a lot of useful stuff and like like we said i think we've got to get a part to come in um <laughs> yes. before we wrap up with vanessa like there are i mean covid has hit people have been destabilized for a lot of people it's this has it has been a, a shock to the system yeah. right people have been like followed like you already said people you know are having to navigate something they, they I, at least when you know an end date it makes it easier when you don't know an end date like it just adds to the rumble of everything so my question is this what will be your one advice you will give to people who are job seeking right now or people who are in that place where they don't know what they are about and they're trying to navigate it, what will you say to them as we, as we navigate this period?
0: You know I love that you said that you want end dates, so do any of us know the end date of our life? Yeah. We don't right, so but do we live in that fear? we shouldn't right you You keep living. So my piece of advice, and it's funny that you brought that up because I don't even think I told you this, but I have a book that I'm writing with Forbes right now that is coming out in August that helps people navigate the working from home because I don't think that people are going to, I would say a majority of people are not going to be going back to an office. They're going to be working from home and it is a shock to our system. I mean, I've been working from home for five years and now having all of my kids and my husband at home, I'm like... Oh my goodness. <laughs> I need a break, right? And I, if we don't have our days structured appropriately, if we don't have things like, you know, again, our journals there to get our mind right, we're not gonna be able to continue on in our careers and our life with the gifts that we've been given to serve the world. So I'm writing that book, you know, it's actually at the the public the editorial stage right now, but um to be able to assist people with how to continue working from home, how to set up your workspace, how to, your environment, your schedule, your routine. So, right. Have a start and a stop time for your work at home. <laughs> right. That's a hard one. So that's going to be my biggest piece of advice is to figure out how to work from home and to do it effectively because it ain't going any away anytime soon. And you don't know what that end date is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. And to the job
0: seekers, To the job seekers you know don't give up because and stay away from the news please because everyone's like oh there aren't any jobs oh my goodness you know blah blah you know what there are there's a lot more jobs than you even think that are out there find your value find a company you want to work for and go for it the worst that they're going to say this is what i tell everyone in any area of life the worst thing that people are going to say is no guys (laughs)
1: you heard it you heard it it. vanessa it has been amazing having you on let me just say thank you thank you for those value bombs like i said you've dropped them everywhere thank you so much guys we've come to the end of another episode now um all of vanessa's links are in description for you to pick up and connect with her and again, guys, if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, if you're not already subscribed to, you know, to the podcast, come on, like get subscribing guys, get subscribing. If you're not already connected with me on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, but guys, let's connect, let's connect and look forward to hearing from you. Well, this is Dr. Viv and until next time on the next episode, take care, stay well and God bless.